Hey there, this is Patrick, the host and producer of Self-Control, How to Build a Better Life. Just a quick reminder that I was a guest on a podcast called The 1% Podcast, hosted by Luca Gray. I just wanted to make sure that you had an opportunity to see this episode. It's on YouTube. I'll have the link in the show notes. We talked about a lot of different things. I think Luca really kept the interview moving, but we talked a little bit about uh, my struggle with addiction, the importance of intuition and energy. And uh, what it takes to live a better life. So if you're interested in hearing a bit more of me blab on about myself and about some of those concepts, I will have the link in the show notes. I would love for you to check it out. Again, it's the 1% podcast on YouTube. Please check it out. Leave a comment. Give us a like. We would love to hear from you. And if you're interested in self-improvement, please check out the 1% secret self-improvement group on Facebook. I'll have that link as well. We'd love to have you a part of the discussion in there as well. All right, let's get into this. This is going to be the last of a series of episodes using uh, my conversation with Mira Taylor. Mira, of course, was a spiritually integrated therapist. She is a spiritually integrated therapist, someone who works with businesses, individuals, uh, and couples to bring spiritual intellect back into their life and to help them uh get the help that they need and and get them on the road they want to be on. And uh, I was lucky enough to sit down and talk with Mira for about an hour. And if you've been following along, you know that I have uh, been able to build out a couple of episodes using uh, her words and my words together. So it was a very productive conversation. I think it's a great formula for me going forward to have these guests that bring so much value and then to sort of expand upon that value by by making it available to you in sort of short bite-sized chunks especially when we're dealing with uh, concepts that have to do with self-improvement you know it's I don't see the need in berating or bombarding you the listener with hours of content at a time I'd rather give you some episodes to work on during the week and uh, and give you stuff that you can use going forward so this will be the final the last time we hear from Mira for now I'm sure we'll speak again now, this was towards the end of our conversation. It's it's a topic that is uh, close to my heart, let's say, or it's very important to me. I asked her, um, does the, does the let's say, media landscape, the way that things operate, uh, whether it's television, social media, news, does, do those forces, do they force us to sort of think ourselves away from spiritual intellect? Do they force us to think ourselves into weakness by being inundated or or sort of infused with the thoughts and ideas of others and I asked her this because it's something I struggle with as someone who is a voice uh, to however small an audience someone myself who is a voice in the um, you know in the self-improvement space I don't want people just to take my words and run with them just as I don't want to necessarily uh, take the words of of any guru, any influencer, anybody who posts online and just make those my life. I think it's so important to take what you can learn, take what you can use, uh, synthesize those things and and sort of be critical about the messages you're hearing and, and not privilege anybody's voice above your own voice. So I asked Mira her thoughts on this. Let's listen to what she had to say. It's a pretty quick clip and then I'll come back to wrap it up and move us forward. Do you think that the contemporary or pop culture or media is built in a way that we are invited to to speak ourselves into weakness or to be bombarded by all these ideas from other people that weaken us or how do you come out on that the way the sort of the landscape the external landscape and the way it impacts us 
Um, I think it depends. So we all have choices with what we ingest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do truly believe in that. You know, there's a reason that television is called programming. Sure. We all have choices with that. Yep. That being said, okay. Now, it, let me let me let me take this a little further in that. If you could pro like if you could have the choice point to like program Patty Manny's into yourself just for the fun of it, <laughs> why not? If there's free will to it, it's fun. It's funny, right? But if someone forces Patty Manny's on you, you might not like that so much. So <laughs> if, I, I think I believe in, yeah. in in programming as a concept of what it means to build our cognitive architecture, build our personality. It's just a part of the creative process. You know, programming happens at every level whether we call it that or not. Mm-hmm. So being mindful about it is important. But I think it's also important for people to understand that some people do better in different substrates than others, right? Mm. So, for example, a succulent would do really poorly in a, in, a, in a very moist environment, usually. It would do much better in, a, in, a, in an environment that is more arid. Mm. So programming or the things we ingest are kind of similar to that. You know, someone might do very well in... Uh, sort of a genre of life that has to do with things that are more gothic or or dark or hmm. you know kind of that mindset that might be their substrate hmm. they might thrive in that but you might put someone else in that and they'd be like wilting and not doing so well they, they do better when they're in like you know the, the happy-go-lucky sort of or you know push toward positive mindset so this all gets down also to that point of awareness of like what works best for me works best for me. That doesn't mean that that's for everyone, mm-hmm. but it, to be mindful of what kind of your substrate or medium of experience is that, that works best for you, I think is that state of mindfulness that becomes incredibly important for people to understand themselves and also understand the diverse range of self that we can experience uh, without feeling kind of relegated to like, I have to be all positive or I have to be, you know, I, I have to fit this archetype or I have to follow this campaign. Uh, that there's that there's a fluidity to that that has a, a wide range of diversity across the human experience and and, and outside of human experience, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's that's really important to note that is I'm a big user of Twitter and but you see it on all social medias where there's so you know influencers or gurus who purport or who sort of profess to you, this is my substrate, let's say, and you, you all ought to get into my substrate or else, you know, you're, you're stuck in your pitiful existence. And I worry because I fell prey to it myself. Oh, I got to be like that. I can't be like this. But it seems to me the invitation is to sort of just be able to synthesize some of that information and sort of maybe make your own substrate, make your own environment that, that takes the best of what seems to work. So I think what she says there is so key is that People do better in different substrates, right? And it's I think what's incumbent then upon us is to to find what substrate is best for us. And when she talks about substrate, I mean, in a sense, we're talking about like what sort of soil a plant wants to live in. But you could think about how you build your own uh, substrate in your own life. What what do you surround yourself with? What do you um, choose to consume? And I, I think that would just be my central message for listeners of this show is. It's very tempting, especially when we're curious, to go out there and to seek advice, to seek wisdom. You know, have you read this book? Have you seen this show? Do you listen to this podcast? 
this podcast or that podcast. And of course, there's so much good information out there, especially online. And I think we could say, personally, I think we could say the opposite for for sort of legacy forms of media like news and print. There's a lot of um, information out there that might stray us from our path. It might uh, make us feel afraid about our future as far. It could be climate. It could be the economy. It could be these gigantic things over which we have no control. So I think the key here is to choose. I'm not going to tell you not to watch the news, watch TV, follow who you follow on social media or don't follow, listen or not listen to whoever. The point is that I really think the journey of self-improvement, so-called, or or self-understanding, maybe is better, is to build a substrate where you find you are flourishing. For me personally, I've found that, you know, I do consume my fair share of of trash content in the form of comedy podcasts, but, you know, I'm not consuming a ton of self-improvement content. I'm not... I'm not watching the news on a daily basis, but I do do a fair amount of of scrolling Twitter and having conversations with people who whose um, whose views I respect. And so I've built a substrate for myself that I think is is allowing me to flourish more or less. And I do find that uh, if I'm spending too much time on the trash content, um, then I start to find that well, I'm bored or I'm I'm not progressing. Well that I'm not pushing myself, that I need to go back and listen to my own voice, do that writing, do that journaling. For me, prayer is an important part of it as well. So this is a quick episode really to cap off the experience that I got to have talking with Mira. And it's so, so important as we're looking to build spiritual intellect, as we're looking to increase our wellness, to think about the substrate that we're building for ourselves. What are we consuming Whose ideas are we talking to? How much time are we spending listening to others and consuming the thoughts of others uh, versus, you know, our own thoughts, whether that's writing, whether you have some other form of creative output. You know, even if you are someone who has children, uh, being a father, being a mother, being a parent, that's a form of, of creative output. That's a form of mastering your own voice, building your own substrate, right? Family is a huge part of substrate. Friendships. And again, consumption, whether that's, you know, sort of intellectual or ideological consumption that goes into our mind in the form of media, or whether that's physically what you're consuming, uh, food, drink, or otherwise. So going forward, let's think about how we are creating our own substrate, creating for ourselves our own ecosystem, right? I've spoke before on this show about the importance of sort of cultivating a positive mental ecosystem where we focus on what we are, right? We're not so focused on what we are not. We're focused on all the things that we are. And if there are things that we want to achieve, well, it's quite easy to say, I'm not there. I'm not that yet, but here is the path for me. This is what it looks like to go forward and get there. All of that, I think, requires what you might call a positive, I would say, a positive substrate, a positive ecosystem for myself where I'm doing the things that I know to be useful. And I'm not so focused on the words of others, right? There's so many of those online gurus. You could name them. I could name them. It doesn't really matter. Why give them the power who tell you that their way of getting where they got is the way that you need to pursue to get where you want to go. Well, how, how is that? How could that ever be possible? How could someone tell you how to get where you are going? In a sense, it's ridiculous. But of course, we're blessed to be able to hear these words of other people. It's just important to synthesize, to take what's important and build our own ecosystem. So I'll leave it there. Got some ideas percolating. 
for episodes coming up this week. I specifically want to talk about uh, the way in which I've transformed over the last year and perhaps invite you to uh, think about your own transformations, the importance of synthesizing or let's say incorporating traumatic experiences or what has happened to us in the past and how for me this led to a belief in a acceptance in the nature of being and this is all sounds like heady stuff but let me put it to you this way if there are problems with things in your past you know there's issues that have happened to you there's things that are slowing you down holding you back Quite often, the, ro- the door that we do not want to go through is the door that, that has behind it the road to a better life. So we're going to talk about making the difficult decisions to explore the self, to go back over those painful memories, and how an acceptance of life as it is, an acceptance of uh, things that are not uh, in or out of our control, right? Making that distinction and going forward. All of those things, I think, were part of the transformation that I went through to begin Uh, this show as it is now so uh, i'll definitely clean that up and make sure that it's applicable to you accessible to you with some actionable steps until then i want to thank you for listening again thank mira for her contributions to this show we're going forward we're building that better life i look forward to talking with you again later on this week so until that time please remember that better is possible